When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones! Hello, friends. Uh, let's do voicemail number four because it's a morning corny after dark and I didn't think we could put it on the air. Here we go. Hey, I have one of those morning cornies after midnight adult version. What did the corn chip say to the battery? I'm free to lay if you're ever ready. <laughs> hey, you guys have a good time. Keep up the good work. I love you guys. <laughs> free to lay. Free to lay. No, I get that. But what does the battery have to do with it? Ever ready is the battery brand. If you're ever ready. Yeah. That part. <laughs> but ever ready is like, it's weird. It's like a I'm generic. free to lay if you're ever ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I would have got the battery thing. I looked at it and was like, what am I missing? Ever Ready's like the Radio Shack battery, you know? Like, well, Radio Shack's not even a thing anymore. No, I'm saying it's one of those just cheap batteries that lasts you like a week. Dang, Ever Ready, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the world's biggest four-day work week pilot has launched, meaning they're going to try it out. They're going to go Come four on. days. Let's do it. This is what I would request. If anyone happens to be listening to this show that's doing this four-day week trial, because I think it's in another country too, right? UK. Yeah. And... I need you guys to go harder than you normally would because if this works, you open the doors for all of us. Yes. Like, don't just go normal and really see if it works. Go really hard and be... Make sure that it works. Yes. <laughs> go harder than you ever would. Mm-hmm. Because you are representing all of us. The world's biggest four-day work week pilot has just launched involving 70 companies. It's a six-month experiment where workers will receive their full pay for working 80% of their usual week. 
So what they hope will happen is they are more productive in the time that they have and they'll stay a little longer each day and that should equal the five days. Now, aside from just putting in the work, it's also part of are they mentally healthier when they're there because they have an extra day to be off, which could allow them more productivity, which having more balance could allow more productivity, right? They're testing this out. So listen, I don't care about balance. I don't care about your mental health. Go hard. (laughs) Go hard. And make sure that it's a success so we all can have it too. And then let us screw it up. And then 20 years from now when they're like, you know, that wasn't a good idea. We've already got to do it. It's all good. We're retiring at that point, you know? So the biggest four-day work week pilot is going on, and let's go, team. You can do it. Employees share tips for everyone else about the places they work. I was looking at this article where you work somewhere, and you, go, you get on there, and you go like, all right, you don't really want to come here because of this. Or you don't really want. So I thought I would do this about this place. Oh. Tip number oh. one, if you come to the bathroom, there is no hot water. It's the weirdest place, the only bathroom that I've ever been in that's not like a crappy public bathroom <laughs> that doesn't have hot water. Sometimes at the airport, depending on what town you're in, they don't have hot water. Or in like a junior high then I have hot water but like a st- businesses should have hot water we don't have any <laughs> so here's my tip if you come here and you want to do a good job working for this company and keeping your hands clean it's going to be tough because there is no hot water yeah even i i got the bathrooms filled with soap there was no soap for a while oh that's right somebody yeah. came and installed soap because you talked about Just- it now, everybody be careful with COVID, but have no hot water. Yeah, that makes no sense. So that's my tip for this place. Any tip, Amy, for this place? I don't, I mean, sometimes I don't get how it's really dusty all the time. Mm-hmm. Because uh, apparently the building does have people that come and clean, but I guess they don't dust. Like right now, oh, I've been meaning to do this for days. Do it right now. The to- okay. What is the it? The top of your TV thing on your the sign, it's got, like, I'm going to do that thing. Your finger? Oh, she's doing her finger. Here we go. Drag it. Oh, oh that's crazy. Yeah. I cannot. Oh, that's disgusting. Don't put it in my face. Okay. I see it, but don't put it in my face. Okay. Ugh. Like, I'm going to sneeze. Amy's yeah. like putting it in my... I can, hey, now go wash your hands with cold water. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a, I have a, a wipe in my bag that's 99... Killed 99.9% mm. germs. Yeah, it's not... The cl- I don't understand. But so that's like, that is confusing to me. But now who's going to clean this place? Because they just saw, I saw today they sold our building officially. Yeah, people, they're already oh, so doing now they're really not construction gonna care. outside on it. Yeah, it says, iHeartMedia has reportedly sold us longtime studio office building in Wait. Nashville for $11.8 million. Ooh, wow, that's not nice. bad. The buyer is an as yet unidentified general partnership, according to the Nashville Post. The company operates five stations in Nashville. At least some of the staff in the building packed up several weeks ago. We're not. We're still here. <laughs> we're not. The only one. Uh, do we even have a cleaning team that comes here anymore? I don't Scuba, know. Do you know? Not, I haven't seen them in quite some time. There's they, a lot of broken things here. They've just given up on us. They've moved them all. to the. Are we even on the air anymore? We just come even, in. Who knows? We're just playing around. <laughs> we just come in. And, so is someone yeah. moving in upstairs yes. while we're still here? Yes, and we are leasing it back, this bottom floor. That's why it's a co-ownership. Oh, that's going to be weird. But when do we get to leave? We get to leave whenever the other studios are ready, which they haven't even broken ground on yet. So they're saying end of the year, but we all know how this works. Oh, it's yeah. It's be like late So there's year. like an addendum, like we sold this to you, but Bobby Bone Show gets to stay? Yes. And we'll pay rent to yes. stay. Oh, so do we need to put a locked door so these people don't come down and try to peer at us? All the- that's a whole thing. Go ahead. That's what they're trying to figure out. Oh, that's a whole thing. I like, like to hear more well, about that. Will we still that. get to use the bathroom? <laughs> well, there's a lot of things that are like, they're like, you only get four parking spaces. And I'm like, well, we have more people than that on the, on the entire show. 
Um, so we're trying to figure out all those things that are that will affect us. Yeah, I, I think you guys, you guys are gonna have three to five four. I got bike parking. We should just go to your house. There's not enough room. There's four microphones. Oh. There's mics. Well, f- we got four parking spots here or four microphones at your house. What do we do? We, sp- I don't know. Lunchbox and I can share. A microphone? Hi. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we Hold can on. work out a system. Well, yeah. Okay. There's that. Uh, <laughs> other things people have shared at any concert venue. The best sound will be directly in front of the engineer at the main soundboard. Another one. Don't make the bed before you leave a hotel. It has to be taken apart anyway for cleaning. If it looks unslept in, it could get overlooked and not get changed. No. Another one. If you're buying a mattress at an actual mattress store, buy in the middle of springtime. That's when it gets incredibly slow and they have the best sales. Number four. Skip the fruit and drinks cocktails. No one uses tongs or gloves. Ugh. Number five. Beware of ketchup bottles on dinner tables. They used to top off their tables containers of ketchup every night with fresh ketchup, but... We'd never, ever clean out the containers. Mm. Oh, yeah, they just keep dumping it yeah. in there. So they could be old ketchup yeah, on yeah. the bottom. And here's ours. No hot water. You want to wash your hands? <laughs> it's a good one. It sucks for you. And nowhere to park apparently soon. Sometimes the gate gets stuck, too. We're get... all going to be on bikes. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> Lunchbox? Yeah, we're all riding in and a little. Uh, okay. A woman wins $4 million in the Michigan lottery on a hunch from a stranger. Okay. That, that, that is a... When you get into the millions... Those are massive wins. I'm always jealous of people that win like the 50, 60, 70,000 because I think like my greatest dream would be to win that. I don't play the big one because I don't feel like I'm ever going to win that one. But I'll, I'll hop on some scratch offs and I'm like, this is great. I'd love to win 20, 30, 40, 50,000 bucks. But these here are like fairy tales. A 54 year old woman won 4 million bucks after a stranger advised her to buy a Michigan lottery scratch off at the gas station. Quote, my husband and I stopped and got gas and went to the gas station to pay and someone said, hey, you should purchase one of those lottery tickets right there. I bet you win $4 million. So she's like, well, okay. Oh. I did. They took it, went out to the car, scratched the ticket, and were stunned. They won the same amount the person predicted. Did they what? know the person? Like, well, then they, they looked back in because the person walked out, and the person was nowhere to be found. Angel. All they can describe them as is long hair with a beard, dark beard, <laughs> and in a robe. In sandals. Oh, a white robe. I get it. Do you? Yes. And all they know is he, he went and bought some water, and the next thing you know, he's drinking wine. Really? Yeah, he bought like some Aquafina, and then they looked over, and, and it was purple. Mm. And so wow. you had me I don't know. It could be anybody. It could be anybody. But somebody told her, and then they hit. Wow. That is crazy. They took the lump sum of $2.5 bucks. A rare LeBron James triple Logo Man card could bring 3 to $5 bucks at an auction. A flawless LeBron James basketball card valued at $3 million. will go up for auction and could break the record if it goes over 5 as the most expensive trading card ever sold. That's crazy. It could be 3 to $5 million bucks. Uh, that's from UPI. Lunchbox, are our shoes for sale? Uh, no, I messed up on the posting because I took all the pictures and everything, started posting them, and then I forgot. I don't know which shoe is which size, so I had to come back up here and get the shoe size, so they sh- should go live today. Do you have any more shoes in there that you haven't shown us? Uh, yeah, I do. Why'd you answer like that? <laughs> what is happening? Yeah, but I, I don't know if we want to put them all up at once. Do we want to put them all out at one time? I don't or know. Do I'm we... just asking if we have others. Yeah, yeah, we got others. Are the other ones going up today? No, no, no. There's going to be like three or four that go up today. But there are some that go up today. Yes. It's just I messed up because I didn't, I took pictures and then I didn't, I was like, well, one of these is eight and a half and I don't know which one it is. I don't know one of these is 11, but I don't know which one it is. The eight and a halfs were the uh, teeth? Yeah, I believe so. Uh-huh. Oh, you're good. How do you remember that? What do you mean? I just remember going over the shoes. And these, there's a different version of these that I have on now. Oh. But. Yeah, you have on the ones from the. Oh, yeah. Almost, yeah. Huh? You're wearing them? These are mine. 
I have oh. a slightly different version than the ones we have. Oh, I thought you were saying mine are okay. tall, tall, mine are high top, and mine is say forty five on the back. Mm. Yeah, those are twenty three. That's what there's a difference. There. Yes. <laughs> Can't wait. Make some money. I thought you were wearing. Them. I think what we should do. <laughs> some take, people were saying we should sell them on StockX. I don't know what that is though. Got to be new. Oh, StockX is new. Okay. Um, what we should do is take all of our winnings and buy lottery tickets. Yeah. Scratch offs. Whenever oh, you read a winning story, which is like every on a day, hunch. it makes me want to play. I like it. What a new story that would be. We'll make the Storage news. locker to millionaires. Oh, yeah. Mm. Good story. Do it. Boom. Let's Just saying that's something we should think about. I like it. We could buy all the $20s and $30 scratch-offs. Oh, Sell all those so shoes. Oh. Is that after you pay yourselves back? No, it's with that money. We could pay ourselves back and, and, and spend the profit. Yeah. Or no, no, no. Probably no. pay yourselves back. Hey, oh. <laughs> or you invest it and you, you make go, hey, millions. Oh, or we no. go hard. <laughs> then you're going to lose uh, yes, it all. Yes, you're going to lose it all. Whoa. Except for I, I hope you, you win. You guys thought we were going to lose it on the storage locker, and then we got one locker, and we are millionaires. We never want to get in business with you guys. Yeah, no. you guys have you're no vision. Yeah, y'all lucked out with a locker that you're too scared to talk about because you might get Okay, murdered. you want to talk about Kevin in your mail? Uh-oh. Yes, no. yes, 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 yes. No. Exactly. I'm not saying what was in your locker. I'm not outing you. But you're making fun of us no. because we don't want to talk about it because we don't want to die. Yeah. yeah. No, After- I actually respect that. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just saying yeah, it's crazy like that that's the locker you got. Well, over- Or the whatever it's called, unit storage. Over 30% of Americans suffer from imposter syndrome at work. Doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud could make you feel like you have an uh, imposter syndrome, like you don't deserve the place that you are at. Amy, do you suffer from imposter syndrome? Yes. Eddie? Some days, yeah. Yeah. What are you impostering? Just a happy life. <laughs> oh my goodness. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, everything's all good and Wait, then it's really not. I don't think you understand. Get what he, no, you he don't understand. Get right? Imposter. If you don't get it, you don't have it. You don't, oh. you don't get it. Okay, I don't <laughs> get it. Tell me. Imposter syndrome is if you have a position, meaning you're here on a national radio show. Oh. And and you're on the air and you're doing videos and you're in the Raging Idiots. We play for thousands of people. Oh. And you're like, man, I don't really deserve Like, if they figure me out, I, I'm not really that talented. No, I don't have imposter sy- syndrome. Oh. Like, oh. I, I deserve to be here. Dang, I I, I live one big imposter I syndrome. Wish I really, had guys? That in my head. Completely. Ooh. Oh, yeah, Eddie, you don't ever have like this. Is let me walk you through a day of if I were to have, you know, it, it comes and goes. What am I even doing here? I'm so stupid. No. Why am I even saying any of this? Does any of it even matter? Oh my gosh, there's so many other people that could be doing such a better job than me right now. I don't even know how I got here and how I'm still here. Blah, 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 blah. You think that, guys? That's <laughs> not good. Jeez. You think like that, two bones? Oh, I always have. I never think someone could do a better job because I think people call and say, you're an idiot, you don't know what you're doing. I'm like, you know how hard this job is. You say it's easy. I put you in front of this mic, you would have nothing to say because you would have stage fright, you would get scared, you wouldn't be funny, you're not quick, none of that. I know people out there couldn't do it, so that's why I'm like, I deserve it. I'm here because of for a reason. That's amazing. Yeah, it's not cocky. It's Good just confidence. It's, it's truth. Mm-hmm. It's confidence. Like, it's yeah, I, I don't think that if you sat someone else in this chair, whoever it is could do the job the way I do it. Absolutely not. Good for you two. I like that's, it. How do you awesome. not feel that way, Bones? What I'm up? shocked. Oh, I feel like I'm a criminal <laughs> High five. who's robbed a few 7-Elevens on the way and I'm running from the cops, meaning eventually pe- cops are going to find me the same way people are going to figure out, well, he's actually really not that talented. How did he do all this? No, I think the cops called off the search. They're like, this guy, he deserves to be escaped. Me or you? You. Oh, no, I, I suffer from imposter syndrome. All, all pretty you severely, guys. Pretty severely. God, I don't like that. Well, um, so uh, I'm curious now around the room how people feel beside everyone on the show. Um, okay, Morgan. 
Um, I would say I'm like 50-50. Like sometimes I'm like Lunchbox and Eddie like certain days and then other days I'm like you guys where I don't feel like it's the I shouldn't be here. There are times where I'm like I'm so young. How did I get here? But then there are times where I'm like, yeah, I'm really good at this job. And you're not so young anymore. And I'm 28. <laughs> That's true, too. That's true. We, we used yeah. to be the young yeah. people. Listen, I've been there. I was like, I'm 23. I'm doing mornings. Huh. Yeah, that, that hits you. I had to stop saying that a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, no, I still suffer from it. I'm like, like if for example, the two comedy shows I'm doing, they're both sold out. And so it's like, dang it, why are people buying tickets to come watch me? Like this is the, I cannot believe they're doing that. So it's, I deal with that a lot. I think I've outworked everybody. But I don't think that, even when, like, when I, I don't listen to me back, because I'm like, I don't want to hear me. I suck. So, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> I don't go back or watch or listen. But no. you don't have to. You're not me, right? You're not running the show. Yeah, but even if there's a post and I see my face pop up, I'm like, oh, next one, next one. No, but that's just you not wanting to see you. Like, I should listen because I should be listening to figure out what we can do on the show strategically. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yours would just be vanity. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I don't. no, I Imagine should. if I just stared but, at it. But I just, I struggle sometimes with that. Um, there we go. All right, imposter syndrome. Um, I think that's, mark off Well, what do you here. do to combat it? Uh, nothing. Live it. Look in the mirror and say I belong here. High five yourself. Yeah, pep talk. I don't that's know. What Mel I, mean, I can't believe you do. guys do I mean, that. listen, somebody's got to be here, right? Exactly. Right. No, I mean, I'm just genuinely curious what you, because we do, I mean, I look, I know that you have days with it, but I look at your success and see all that you've been able to do and as the leader, right? You know, as, you know, I think some of like, well, I don't know. Never mind. They I don't know. I don't know what are you saying. saying? These two, you can't compare those two. These two what are, are we? like, I don't know. I just, it's, it, I, I'm actually jealous of your, your confidence that y'all are the only ones that can do but this. I will not, say, but yeah. I will say too, they have the least that gets judged and critiqued on of anyone mm. here. Those two. What do you mean by that? Out of us four? Oh yeah, by far. Yeah, probably. The less pressure is on you two than of us four. Oh. So it's easier to be like, this is easy. Because if something's wrong with you guys, I just fix it. Yeah. You don't have to fix it. I fix it. That yeah. makes sense? Yes. Where if I'm constantly dealing with um, upset people, uh, research projects, uh, social media, all, like I'm getting hit all these different directions. Uh, executives, some that know, some that don't know what they're talking about. You know, so <clears throat> I'm dealing with all that. I've got to kind of hear, feel it, see if I agree with it. If I do, go, okay, well, that's not very good. I should change how I do this. You know, I still deal with that, but you guys don't have to. No, we don't. Literally nothing. You come in, you do your this, and you go home. We and, deal with you. Yeah. And that's yeah. It's not too bad. Pretty easy. But do you have imposter, what is it called, imposter syndrome? Mm-hmm. I have that for mm-hmm. other people. You think they're an imposter? <laughs> yeah, like, like, I like it. Like <laughs> other, other, other people at their, like, when I go to their job or I, if I listen to another oh, show, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how the heck did they get here? Because they should not be here. <laughs> like, they, I, I really think I'm like, if that's the best they could find, <laughs> woo, there must have been a lot of bad ones. Like, or what? they just didn't want to pay more money. Like, that's the best they could find for whatever they're willing well, to invest. I, I do that too. Maybe because I'm like, <laughs> goodness. It's, it's, Why do I feel like he's talking about like a, a I bar? I heard another morning, a bar. Um, like, what's he talking about? What positions? A bar? I, I no, he's talking about the radio. Yeah. Shows. Oh, okay. So okay. I don't, I almost never hear people on the radio. I don't, you know, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I'll keep, put the station on when I'm in the car sometimes, but I don't hear, especially other people that are on when we're on. <laughs> yeah. 
And I heard another show recently, and they were doing an exact bit that we've been doing for like 15 years. And obviously they're doing it not to just steal it, because who cares anymore, but they were doing it to steal it, to hope we would notice they were stealing it, to hopefully start. And I was just like, eh, you're only doing it this good, who cares? You know, it's like, <laughs> but yeah, I don't feel like I'm ever competing with another radio show. Like this show competes with everybody's life, meaning YouTube, podcasts, uh, whatever they're showing on Facebook, where you're scrolling. I mean, it's everything. Yeah. And so people get all butthurt about other radio shows. I haven't thought about competing with another radio show in five years because I don't feel like we are. We're competing in people's lives for their time, and that could come if they're on Facebook right now watching. It could come at 2 p.m. if they're listening on the podcast. It could come on the live. And at times, I get a little pushback from traditional radio folks in our company, but I'm like, we're doing both. We're giving it to them live. We're also making sure it's there for them later in a very palatable way that's not just us ripping it off the radio and throwing it up there. I mean, we do a whole uh, second show here. So, yes, it is weird. I, I agree with you, Lunchbox. But then I go, you know, they probably didn't care that much. <laughs> to put, you know. Yeah. Um, they but, obviously don't. But people could say that about us. They could hear us for one or two days and go, like, they don't sound like a radio show. The and lead- they're like, how in the uh, world? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. The, yeah, yeah, the proof yeah. is in the pudding. Okay. But the pudding you don't always get after a day or two. <laughs> you don't know the pudding. Um, all right, and there's thing. I mean, I watched a TV show one time, and I'm like, I know that show ain't good. So, I've done that before, yeah. and I've been wrong. Yeah, I'm pretty spot on every time. All right, well, that's good for you. Uh, man says he forgot his loaded pistol in his carry-on at the Pittsburgh airport. Yeesh. When a guy goes through and has a loaded gun at the airport, most times, if they haven't had a history of doing really, really stupid things, I believe them because that's such that's such a thing to mess up. Because you will go to jail forever if you get that on a plane. Yeah, but you always had to say, I forgot. I mean, that's just the go-to. I forgot. I know, but I you mean, probably that's... did forget. I, I would just think if you're doing that, you forgot. Unless you have a crazy history of trying to shoot things up or just really, really, really bad decisions. Like, you probably did forget. Yeah. Because who's trying to get a, sneak a loaded handgun into an airplane? Because you know it ain't going to happen. Most like, We're going to catch it 99% yeah. of the time. A man was stopped. Police were called. His gun was confiscated. Quote, if you want a firearm, you need to know where it is at all times. But that's what they said. Oh, didn't, didn't know it was in there. And it was loaded. I believe him. That's such a crazy one. I believe him. That's from WTAE. A man needs surgery after a fish jumps from the water into his throat. Ugh. What? Like, a, like he was out like on the lake? <laughs> I mean, think about that. Like, what? I mean, aiming right for the hole. According to media reports, a guy had to go under the knife. For an emergency procedure, after a fish jumped out of the water and into his throat, it was a spiky fish oh. that decided to do some human mouth target practice while the guy was spearfishing in a river. The man who was spearfishing, he had just come up for a breath of air. A spiky anibus fish jumped out of the water right into his mouth. Right when he was in the process of inhaling, the fish got into his throat and became lodged. Oh. Fortunately, the one-hour operation did the trick, and he's making a full recovery. Mm. That's from Oddity Central. Yeah, that stinks. A listener emailed us in. The Bobby Bone Show power rankings, according to them. So I, I should take me out. They listed me in the rankings. I should take me out of it, though, because I don't think, regardless of where I fell, it's fair. How is this going to help us with our imposter syndrome? Oh, you should Like, what do you confident. mean? She says who's the least, most important to least important? I'll read you the first part, and you can tell me if you want to read it at all. Oh, I'm going to read it. Pull myself out of it, whatever you want. <laughs> okay. Listener Megan in California wrote, Hello, Bobby Bones. I heard the Employee of the Month segment, and I thought I'd offer my latest power rankings of the members of the show. Not to offend, 
but over the last month, here's how I would rank everyone. Oh, I, I love like it. it. I love I mean, it. Just read it as is. As is. And include you. <laughs> and I need, to read, I need this every month from her then. That's funny. Let me go one down, Mike. Is that funnier? Okay. Number one, Bobby. Not just because you're the host, but just in the last week of podcasts alone, I've had several LOL moments, some that even went over your co-host heads. A-plus stuff, in my opinion. It hey. doesn't go over our heads. Hey, trust me. There's stuff you Sometimes don't, it But does. you don't even know if it does. You wouldn't know what went over your head if you didn't know. Oh, well, I feel like sometimes you say, though, that we've all just been around each other so much, we don't think it's as LOL as other people. But her point is there are things you don't even recognize, and you know what? I agree. Mm. <laughs> okay. I'm like Shrek. I do two shows. One for the people that can take the easy stuff, the down the middle, low-hanging fruit, and one for the advanced. And you don't even know the advanced because it's all up. It's like the parent version of Shrek. When you watch it, you get all the parent jokes and oh, the kids don't get it. I got you, yeah. yeah. Oh, thanks. I really don't. <laughs> uh, number two. Lunchbox. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. I don't always agree with him, but whenever he opens his mouth, I know I'm either in for a raw, unfiltered, fun, or mega cringe. Mostly mega cringe. Either way, Lunchbox makes me feel, and I find it very entertaining, even if I feel like I hate him. That's good. That. That's what I'm talking about. Finally, someone that can have an objective view, even though she doesn't like me. Number three, Morgan. Wow. I love what Morgan brings to the show. I find it so refreshing. I do believe she had a great month in May, but I'd put her at three because it's really good since I don't hear her all the time. But she had a really good month, and I'm sure I don't hear her because she's juggling multiple jobs. You get the benefit of when you do come <laughs> on, it's for like an absolute reason. Mm-hmm. And so people have that positive And taste. she acknowledged that I'm juggling multiple jobs. I appreciate that. Number four. Raymundo. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's just really reinforcing my problem. Raymundo oh, is a wild Raymundo. card. He's like the random right. onion ring you find in the bottom of your bag of fries. You didn't order it, but boy, it is satisfying. <laughs> you didn't order it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you know, should we even rank five and six? Yeah. Yeah, we absolutely should. Come on. I guess so. Scuba. <laughs> Scuba's not on the list. Scuba's not on the list. It's Mike D. Eddie and Amy here. Oh, boy. At number five. Eddie. Oh, man. If you ask my husband, he'd rank Eddie as number one, but this is my list, and I don't love Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. He's nailed some great one-liners recently, though, but I'm not a big fan of off-the-rails Eddie, which we've been getting lately on the post-show. Yeah, it's just the post-show. And at number six, Amy. I love Amy. She's been my favorite for years, but I just had to rank her last over the past month. I can't believe she gets scammed so much lately. Is she being serious? It makes my heart hurt. Thanks for reading my email. I hope you enjoy these. And again, please don't take any offense. Your loyal podcast listener, Megan in California. Shout out, Megan in California. She loves me and I'm her favorite, mm-hmm. but I'm at six. Last. Hey, Amy, that means she <laughs> can be... makes ob- no sense. Amy, no, that means she can be objective. Last month, you didn't do what she loves about you, so you dropped in the rankings. You can always earn her respect and get back up there. I thought it was very objective views because okay, usually, you just got picked twice and you. now he's her, her best friend. <laughs> Thank you, Lunchbox. No, I'm just saying, usually when they write in, I hate Lunchbox, I'm automatically last. Mm-hmm. And she said, I hate, hate Lunchbox, second. Yeah, so, you're right. She was objective. Boom. Uh, let's see. Eddie has asked a completely unrelatable question. How good is Dom good for? Yeah. Dom Perignon. Okay. Well, when did you give us Dom? I, oh, I gifted it to yeah, you Yeah, it was a gift. I was like, Eddie's bragging about an expensive box. I would never buy Dom. But what, was it Christmas or something? I don't remember what, it, or maybe it was a, like a, some kind of the gift for us for doing, winning an award maybe. I don't know. What did I do? I bought everybody a bottle of Dom for something. 
It sound, sounds like me. Yeah, <laughs> it was you. And, dude, I forgot I had it, and I was cleaning out one of my cabinets, and there it was in the back. Oh, Dom. And I'm like, it says 2017. And I'm like, oh. You're good. You're good. good is five Dom. to ten years. Yeah. Okay. An unopened bottle of Dom Perignon usually lasts between five and ten years, where other unopened non-vintage lasts about four years. If you store your Dom properly, it can develop more complex aromas and flavors. Have you stored yours properly? It's right above the stove. Oh. Mm, probably not. <laughs> like right above that vent. It feels like that's the opposite of where it should be. <laughs> it's not where you put Dom? I, I don't know. I always felt like, I mean, I don't drink wine, but I always felt like that was in like a chilled place. Mm, or like a cellar. Like a wine uh, freezer. Like, what do they call it? A wine cool. No. Now wine cool <laughs> we, is like We don't drink. know. Yeah, wine A wine frit. I don't have one of those. Have, but like, one. It, like on the TV shows, though, when they go down, they've got a whole wine cellar. Cellar. Oh, a isn't cellar. The, isn't the cellar it's like yeah. different. chilled? No, I think it's just I like a basement. I think it is set to a certain temperature. Mm. Yes. All right, all right. Um, Raymundo is asking for free money to gamble. Ray, what happened? Why can you gamble now? Well, so we've had the couple's account, and that was really just free money I had left over. But now she's allowing me for the first time to deposit. I haven't deposited in years. So in the couple's years. account. Years. Like me and her together. Okay. We deposit. You know, it probably gets mad at me if I lose a bet. But no, we're depositing together. So I was like, hey, if we can agree to an amount, which we did $100 for every paycheck, and then if you hook up a code, I think we're going with DraftKings, boom, then there's probably like $200 every single two weeks. We're back in action, baby. You think I'm going to get you a code to double your butt bet every two weeks? Is it, I thought that's what yours did or whatever. It just but When you sign up as a new person, yeah. there are different prom- <gasps> promotions all the time. Ain't got no account. So yeah, I'm down to sign up. One time. Perfect. But then that's not every... That's how you start a purse, and then you just build it like you said. Didn't you start with that original amount? And 200, that- yes. And I won a couple baseball games last night. And I did cash out at NBA for a, a, a few thousand bucks. I'm back at 5,000 now. You have not deposited more money since you opened your I account? I started the account, yeah. That's amazing. I know. It's, um, I, would, I wouldn't be able to do this again. <laughs> so it's not like, give me 200 and we'll rock it. Um, you got, you've got more money than you started, because you put in how much? I don't remember. A hundred? Okay, and now you have... I need to check. She doesn't even look back at her account. <laughs> she doesn't even bet. That's okay. It's not really betting time. Football comes oh, back. Bones. College football comes back. It's always <laughs> betting time. Every weekend. Listen, I love DraftKings. <laughs> Promo code Bones. <laughs> but yeah, Amy started with a hundred, and now you have... I mean, I did the betting for her, so let's I see. I know. I'm trying to find the app. Hold on. Mm, 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 mm. Why do I do shot? Did Ray play that song? Did they change the color? What's the color? Green? I thought it was green. Just type in draft into the top bar there. Okay. I have oh, um, I play I... a Madden football league with some of my friends. And in the Madden league, I'm pretty good. But I have one friend that does, is not in our league that I just found out plays Madden. And he's like world championship good. And I've played him five times now. And he's beat me like 42 to 7. I was close a couple games, but I can't beat him. He's can't. really, really, really he's good. Really, really good. And all I think about now is, how do I scheme to beat him? <laughs> I didn't even know he played. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'll play." And I get on with him, and he just whoops me. And I'm like, "Wait, what's happening here?" And he's like, "Yeah, I hardly ever lose." I'm like, "You play online? He goes, yeah, all the time. Playing all these ranked games." And he's right. Oh, it's so <laughs> annoying. So I'm just. I have a hundred and ninety-six dollars and thirty-five cents. Nice. Wow, that's really good. Save that for college football to come back then. Okay. We well, got basketball going on right now, though. NBA, but it's only one series left tonight. Yeah, I ain't betting a single game. Let her rip with her. I think it's like a four-point spread. The NBA is tough. It's yeah, tough so anyway. NFL. But it's not until tomorrow, Wednesday night. Yeah, right, Wednesday night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Good job, buddy. Sorry. <laughs> Listen to sore losers. I was looking forward to tonight. <laughs> um. It. All right. I think 
That's it. Here's an update. Navy Petty Officer Second Class Anthony Thompson. We released our limited edition Pimp and Joy Patriotic line. Still up there at bobbybones.com. We're just trying to rebuild the inside of his house, so luckily we don't have to go and build a brand new house from scratch. He's in uh, a wheelchair, obviously, and we, we talked about this. He was struck by an IED, uh, brain injury, spinal cord injury. He is non-communicative, uh, but he's with his wife and his kid, and you know they live such a positive life. He has a Purple Heart, and we're over $70,000. And so if you guys want to help out, you can still go over to bobbybones.com. We don't keep any of that money, and keep on rocking. Not sure what it's going to take since we're not building a whole new house, you know, we don't have to redo the bones of it, so which is great. We're probably getting close to what we need right there, but you guys can go over and help us out. Cross the line, bobbybones.com. There you well, go. Well, and something fun we haven't mentioned because, well, we decided to do it at last minute and was trying to make sure that it was done, and it is going out in every order. So even if you ordered on Friday, like, you'll get one, but we made a card so it's like a picture of the Bobby Bone Show, and then on the back, like a note explaining what it supported, and then we all signed it. That's so true. That's so that's something that a little is treat for you. A little treat. I mean, I don't know if that's Spe- something exciting for people, but just so you know, you'll you will be getting that. Uh, speaking of signings, I've been signing those art pieces for Stanley's book that comes out a week and two days, not this Thursday, but next Thursday. And some people are like, "Well, I don't have mine yet." Well, they were supposed. to. As long as they get there by the time that the book gets there, that's the goal. And I've had to sign 15,000 of them, and I'm not done. So some of them – I'm signing constantly. Uh, but after this week, I'm done. I have another, like, 1,500 to do over the next few days. That's a lot. Ooh. It's a lot. I committed just going – the whole story, the book company says you got to do a pre-sale. I said, I don't like doing pre-sales. Why, why, why is anyone going to pre-sale it? So it arrives there the day of and get it two days before. Why are they going to do it now? Why are they going to buy a pre-sale three months before the book comes out? I don't want to buy something three months before it comes out. I may not have money when the book does come out. And then I'm like, why did I get a pre-sale? I could have that money. Have a whole conversation. I said, well, I want to do something for them that are buying the pre-sale way early. And they say, well, what are you going to do? I said, well, can I not sign every book? And they said, well, all the books won't be done. They said, but we always send a packet of pages that we put in the book. And then we send that out. But I'm going to tell you, from my personal experience, that has only worked about 70% of the time. Sometimes I'll send a book with no page in it to somebody and they're like, mm-hmm. oh. So I was like, we'll take the matters into our own hands. And not only a blank page, we got our illustrator to do a piece of art that is nowhere else. And so there are these little these art card stickers that, we, that you'll stick inside the book. It would have been the same way if I'd assigned a page where they'd have put it in the book. But instead of sending them to the book company, I'm telling you, Morgan, number one, has taken 15,000 mailing addresses and putting them in envelopes. Oh. And as I'm signing them, they're stuffing envelopes. Wow. We're sending them out to people. I just didn't. And listen, is it going to make it 10 times more valuable? No, it's not. But if you want to pre-sell it, I appreciate that. And I will send you a signed piece of Stanley art that goes in the book that nobody else is going to have. And maybe you'll think it was worth it. It didn't cost any more than it would have normally. But the fact that you guys bought it early, you're supporting it. And, you know, the, the whole first year, we are donating all the we me Stanley and I, I always act like Stanley had some some involvement in this. <laughs> he didn't. No, he didn't help write it. He didn't even know what's going on. I'll be honest with you. I was like, dude, you got a book, and he's like, um, for the first year, all the profits that we get from the book are going to Wags and Walks in Nashville, which is where we got Eller. Which is if I do another book, I'll do it. Eller will be with Stanley in the second book. Um, and, and people say, well, why don't you do more than a year? Well, because I, I don't want to keep up with it for the, my whole life. And you always make your first all the money for the most part in the first year for the book. So, and I don't want three years from now, I'll be like, oh yeah, crap. I made $70 this month. I got to find it. So first year, all the profits going to this. We ain't making any money the second year anyway. Um, but there you go. 
Uh, we have an interview to do in a second, but we, I did get offered a multi-book deal to do multi, multiple kids' books, and it said no. You Why? turned it down? I turned it down for now. Oh, not enough money? Not really the money thing. I just, I, I think when the book comes out, hopefully it does well, and hopefully people buy it. And they get a great message from the book. That was the whole point of it. It wasn't just to entertain. It was also to uh, let kids know that they are very valuable in their own way. And hopefully it does well enough to where the book company is going to be like, you know what? We shouldn't just offer you, just pay you to do books. You can actually have some ownership in the book and the brand. Because it's tough when you start something new and someone has to invest in you. You don't have all the leverage. So if the book comes out and it doesn't do well, I won't do any more books because I already turned the deal down. I'm like, well, missed out. should have taken the deal. But I'm kind of betting on... Betting on me, betting on the B team, and we'll see what happens. And if it doesn't, well, I don't believe it wasn't supposed to happen. But still, if it wasn't, then it won't. But if it does, we'll do a book deal, do cartoons, we'll do the whole thing. Cool. It'll be awesome. All right, that's it. I think that's all we're going to do today. Uh, Stayed up late last night watching Arkansas beat Oklahoma State, which is pretty awesome. We're going to the Super Regionals in baseball, which is pretty cool. And I have a friend that was coaching the Oklahoma State team, and... I didn't text him during the whole thing, so I text him today afterward. <laughs> After it's all over. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty cool. That's it. You guys have a good day. We will see you tomorrow. Adam Sandler on the show tomorrow. Obviously, we recorded it already, but it'll be on tomorrow for the first time for you to hear, and I hope you enjoy it. Bye, everybody. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.